0: Our story takes place in New York, but here I do not refer to New York City, the most populous city in the United States, formerly known as New Amsterdam, uh, nor do I refer to New York, the state within which New York City can be found. I refer, of course, to New York,
1: baby, Gotham, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps. It's a New York that exists in the shared collective consciousness of all of us who ain't never actually lived there on account of New Yorkers never shut the fuck up about it. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. There's
0: a bodega on every corner, a violin-playing breakdancing team on every subway car, and the streets are always packed with traffic, even though nobody drives! Everyone's your friend
1: in New York City. And yet if you ask him for directions, they'll just go, Hey, I'm walking here! And the pizza? Oh, buddy! You gotta understand, it's the pipes. The water's just better for the dough here. You probably got okay pizza in whatever little pissant town you're from, But it ain't New York pizza, see?
0: It's a great place to live, but that don't mean it ain't got its own share of problems. Every city block contains its own veritable labyrinth of alleyways, and as we all know, alleyways
1: breed crime. And crime? It breeds mysteries. Unanswered questions that disrupt our lives, plague our minds, and leave us asking that eternally unanswerable question, Why? Luckily for us, Mysteries breed detectives.
0: Let's set the scene with a little more specificity, huh? We find ourselves on a shabby rundown block in a shabby rundown neighborhood. The brick facade of the building we're facing is bleached by the sun, which is not felt compelled to grace us with its presence in nearly three days now. Rain's coming down in buckets, washing into a nearby gutter and giving the sewer gators a nice cold shower. The rain's blessedly tamping down the stink of the big mound of garbage around the side of this building, but who knows what kind of mold is festering just underneath it, soaking up all this moisture. We push into the building's front door and find an old hallway behind it. The peel and paint's probably white when it was first put up decades ago, but it's long since been stained a blotchy smear of beige and yellow from cigarette smoke and god knows what else. We ascend the side staircase up to the third floor, where we find the scene much the same as the first, big fat raindrops pelting the window rhythmically. We head down this hall to find a door with a frosted glass window, the words Lincoln Avenue Detective Agency printed in black across it. The door creaks open, and we find ourselves... Well, heck, I've been going on for a while here. Detective Crawford! Why don't you describe the scene in which we now find ourselves?
2: Well, we are in... my detective agency. I'm Detective Olivia Crawford, Private Eye. Uh, you may have heard of me, I solved a few notable cases in the last year, um, and I'm just such a good detective, it's the the shabbiness of the building, don't let that fool you, I am great at my job. He didn't which ask you to
3: toot your own horn, Liv, he asked you to describe the damn room.
2: And this is what I deal with every day. Alright, go ahead. Yeah, no, explain. Show yourselves.
3: Well, myself, I'm Ray Strong. I've been a detective for about 20 years. Uh, currently dead, but hanging on by a thread due to a bureaucratic incident. Uh, I'm over in a corner. Wall's got a few anatomy posters, ab- pieces of abstract art on it, that kind of thing. Uh There's a coat hanger, but I never really use it because I never take my jacket off on account of the whole ectoplasmic entity thing. Uh I got some books and magazines on top of my desk, as well as a little old portable TV. She's always trying to get me to switch to a laptop, and I gotta explain to her it's not about what's best, it's about the aesthetic. You'd think she'd understand that, of all people. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, and th- there's a little Newton's Cradle on there. I love those things.
0: Uh, Olivia, do you want to give me a little more detail about what your desk and your area looks like of this office? It's the front.
2: Like when you enter, my desk is what you see first. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's nicer than anything else in this room. Um, It is just rich, like mahogany. I have like fine stationery. I've got a little plaque that says Olivia Crawford, private eye. My laptop, my phone, my other phone. Um, it, it looks like a desk that when you walk in, you go, oh, she knows what she's doing.
0: I see. I see. Uh, so it's just the two of you in here? Just this, this detective and this ghost? Oh, no. I'm also here,
4: but I'm very small, so I understand <laughs> why you missed me. Oh, who is this? <laughs> my name is Sunny. Uh, I'm a gold dust day gecko.
0: Okay, Sonny, yeah, what is what are you doing in here?
4: Paperwork mostly. I have I have a drafting table for my desk. It's it's a normal human-sized one because people don't make legal
0: documents that are gecko-sized. So I was about to ask if it was a human-sized drafting table or a gecko-sized deco, one, so I'm glad you got out ahead of me on that one. Yes, I'm very intelligent. I know
4: I usually know how these sort of things work. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I just I just climb up there, and and I do my work for the day because. What kind of
0: paperwork are we talking about, Sonny? Oh, you know
4: what? Keeping track of finances because Olivia. I've seen her. I've seen her high school grades. They're not. <laughs> va-
3: Wait, you have? Where yeah. did you? What? You know those uh those transcripts are public information. You can just call up the school, get a copy.
5: Get a Freedom of Information Act.
3: Well, now,
0: who's this now?
5: Ah, uh, you have the pleasure of meeting me. Uh, Doctora Manuela Esperanza de la Fe Ciega. Uh, I, I'm a slow worm, which is not a real type of worm. I am a real doctor. I received, uh, my, uh, doctorate in veterinary medicine from La Universidad de León in España. I was the first non-lion to graduate there. I'm very <laughs> proud of that. i um i i i i i'm just here in my little uh my little terrarium i'm having a corner it has a little bed for the patients i i think only the gecko can fit here Uh, (laughs) but i have all my my medicine stuff and i also have a little typewriter where i'm writing a
0: detective novel so I just want to establish, you do have uh, office furniture scaled to you, but Sonny does not. Oh, yes, of course. I imported it from España. Okay, but Sonny, he's stuck with, with human-sized equipment. Well, I, I didn't want to be a bother, so... Well, you um, can yeah. see the books. You know that's not in the budget.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, it, it's fine. It, they're, they're a little big, and sometimes I have trouble opening up the cover, but once that's done, I mean, the pages mm. aren't too bad. Ah, Carajo contigo. I don't know what she's saying half the time, but she's very nice. <laughs> uh
0: well, the four of you have not had a case in some time now. Um as I mentioned up above when I was when the spirit of the city took hold of me momentarily <laughs> there. Uh you uh it's been just raining very hard for probably the past three days or so. You've been kind of cooped up in this office together. Um, what are you doing at the moment?
5: Uh, like I mentioned before, I'm working on my novel. It's a, that's why I moved to New York and, and to this detective agency. It's a detective novel. In my old age, in my retirement, uh, this is what I, this is what I want to do with my life.
0: I see. I see. What? Can you give me more details about your novel?
5: Ah, uh, yes. It's uh, a very dangerous and suave slow worm lady (laughs) who has a mysterious past and runs a detective agency
0: I see, I see
5: (laughs) and then one day this other lady, a real femme fatale opens her detective door and says I need you and that's all I have right now but I'm working on it okay, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Uh,
0: Olivia, how about you? What are you working on?
5: Um, I'm-
2: I'm building our brand. Um, I'm really just trying to put us out there, see what the pulse of the city is. She means she's Um, screwing
3: around on Twitter again.
2: It's Instagram, thank you.
3: I don't- all that shit's the same to me. I don't know about social media these days. Did you know about it beforehand? I don't gotta answer that. (laughs)
2: Um, I- I really, like- all we need is one big case. So I'm doing the legwork here of looking where the vibe is of the city. Where, where are we going to find the most compelling mystery for mm. media attention?
0: I see. Have, w- have you turned up anything interesting so far?
2: I'm working on
3: it. Okay, fair enough.
0: Uh, Raymond, are you doing anything other than, uh, I mean, honestly, you're a ghost. It kind of seems like you're just haunting Olivia. More or less.
3: uh,
2: I, I think Ray... Uh, by haunting, I mean just criticizing. Heckling. The word is heckling. <laughs>
0: yeah. There we go. Yeah, that is the word. Uh,
3: I, th- I think Ray is just, you know, he's got his feet up on his desk and he's reading an old horror novel.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on.
2: Can I... Mm, on. Can I ask a question here? <laughs> this you're is Zoe sure? asking. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It- Can can he lift physical objects Or is this like one horror novel That he happened to have on his person, And it's the only book he can ever read ever again (laughs) I
3: I think he can lift physical objects Mainly because I don't want to Figure out how to roleplay a character Who can't That's (laughs) That's smart honestly
0: (laughs) But also yeah any ghost Any book on the body of a person who dies Does become a ghost book That is known
3: (laughs) He has the ghost of like A pamphlet
0: for some clinic (laughs) Yeah, uh (laughs) if he ever finishes reading it, it'll vanish because its unfinished business will be done. And it's
2: and it's all fucking like thirty years out of date medical science.
0: Right? Uh huh. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah. So you are all just kind of wiling away the hours, Sunny. I assume you're just kind of trying to what i was doing. I'm sorry. I thought you. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Sonny. I thought you were just working on on paperwork. Do you have something more specific?
4: Yeah, I, I caught up on all that. That's that's just what I normally do on the job. But Sonny, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to take you for granted. I, I'm making a nice watercolor painting. Oh, it's lovely. What's it a painting of? Uh I, I made this one of a river. Oh, that's great. I just I just think the outdoors is nice.
2: I agree. So that's why you moved to New York City.
4: <laughs> I needed a job.
2: <laughs>
4: I couldn't. I couldn't get one acting.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: fuck, so
2: Sonny might actually kill me.
3: <laughs> Listen, we all know about Sonny's family who are all big, big deal actors
0: uh uh-huh, yeah. Wait. Oh oh. God damn it! I know where you're going with this already. No, wait. Can-
3: not, I just,
4: I just don't. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. They,
4: they were always the more charismatic ones. No one, no one thought it was
0: cool that a gecko knew how to do trigonometry. I mean, you know, I feel like in in pop culture, there's really only one. Uh, role for a gecko and you know I don't even, you know, hey, it's a competitive field at that uh, point, there's right? there's
2: two roles for a gecko. Insurance oh.
0: salesman or video game mascot. Oh, sure. I suppose that's true. <laughs> I'm I, not sh- I'm not sure if anyone's still being employed to play the role of gecks.
3: Uh, no, in this setting they are. It's a very popular yes. Oh, Okay.
0: The FMB games, but yeah, Gex Eternal just came out. Obviously, Gex is integral to the like genetic makeup of New York City in a way that it would be more Mm -hmm. popular in this reality.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but all all they wanted for their game was just lowbrow references to the latest pop culture trends. They weren't appreciating my jokes about Shakespeare.
1: Do you have a Shakespeare joke, What <laughs> the <site? laughs> oh,
0: fuck! No. You know what? That's rude of me. I shouldn't. Uh, you know, you're a professional. It'd be rude to ask for free acting from anybody. Yeah,
5: just get, give him a week, and he'll give you a tight five on <laughs> on Shakespeare.
4: Yeah, I'll make it. I'll get a routine ready for you. Maybe, may, you'll, maybe you'll hire me for another thing you're doing.
0: He has a real good about much ado about nothing. You give me a tight five, I will put a soundtrack of, like, clinking glasses and murmuring and put it on the grab bag. Fuck.
4: <laughs> I, I, I look really good in period peace attire.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, oh, my God. <laughs>
5: <you> a visual comedian.
1: <gasps> Anyhow. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so you are all just sort of whiling away the hours uh, at your respective tasks here. Uh, either, you know, creating art or experiencing it, I suppose. Uh, when suddenly, the phone rings. And not just, you know, the normal office phone, but the phone. This is a rotary phone that um, was in this office from before you moved into it. And uh, you know when it rings, you pick it up. Hello?
1: Hello, once again, Lincoln Avenue Detective Agency! I'm calling to congratulate you on yet another job well done. When I first heard about the blood dripping from the assembly line equipment at the only rubber duck factory in New York City, I thought it must be some kind of obscene practical joke. In hindsight, I'm quite relieved I hired you to investigate it anyway. Who would have thought that a corpse would be found inside an oven that cooks rubber ducks? This may be your best work yet. You'll simply have to tell me how you managed to identify the victim when the cadaver had no fingerprints. That much alone would have been worthy of commendation. But you went even further and found the perpetrator behind this bizarre crime. Bravo, detectives. Bravo!
2: Thank you. As always, it is... Lovely working for you. Click. Ah, okay, we got another weird one.
0: Yeah, the phone rings from time to time, and uh, this mysterious voice, who sometimes you refer to just as the boss, uh, calls in and congratulates you on a case you have not even heard of before. And uh, when you set out to investigate it, you find that it has not already been solved. In fact, it is in need of solving, and, uh, this sort of of out-of-time congratulation usually gives you some guidance and clues on where to start with it. Uh, you only know for sure that you have finished the case when the boss calls back to hire you to take it on in the first place. Uh, and then the following day, an envelope of cash shows up in your post office box.
2: (sighs) Alright, um... Okay, we have, um, hold on, sorry, I was taking notes, um, Rubber Duck Factory, blood coming out of the works, um, body in oven for rubber ducks, and we catch the bad guy. Everyone got that?
3: Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. Yeah,
4: that's, I don't think we really missed anything crucial.
2: Cool. Um... Alright, who's paying for the cab this time?
3: <laughs> you know, we could just take the train.
2: Ugh, it's... We, we, like, if we want to sell ourselves as a high-quality detective agency, we can't be... Like, we gotta take a cab. <clears throat> Sonny, I think it's your turn.
4: Not there. S- uh, Alright. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sonny goes over uh uh oh, no sunny like goes to like there's like a little <laughs> cylinder um yeah. at, on the edge of the drafting table and he takes it in his mouth uh and presents it to Olivia uh and if Olivia were to take the cap off the cylinder there's like a roll of dollar bills in there <laughs>
2: uh yeah I got that'll a, cover
4: it I got a little money from selling a couple prints.
2: Oh, that's nice. Which ones?
4: Oh, uh, the one that was just kind of an abstract splatter, uh, and then, and then there was the, uh, the expressionist one I, I tried of, uh, of a wait. nearby f- of, like, a forest.
2: Wait, were those the, uh, last week? Did you do those? Those were, wait, those were done? I thought the, I thought you were throwing those out. Oh, no, I, I, I just, uh... I mean, they, they look like, I, I assumed you, like, fucked up on those.
3: Oh, You have God. no eye for arte. Liv, what? you don't just tell somebody that they, you, they, you think they fucked up their art. You mean... What? That's didn't, really mean. You mean
4: you didn't Apologize
5: like them? to the gecko. I thought mm. they
4: were nice. Th-
5: they were nice, Sonny. You did a great job, mijo.
2: I am sorry, Sonny, I am glad you sold your paintings that I thought were (laughs) (laughs) fuck-ups.
3: Call the damn cab already!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so after some brief research, you find there is only one rubber duck plant in New York City. There's only a few in the country, because you don't need to make that many rubber ducks to satisfy demand, it turns out. Uh, So, you all take a cab over to the Mark Duck Manufactory. Um, The front entrance has some large kind of panoramic windows you can see into, and there is, like, it looks like a car dealership showroom in this first room that you can see. Uh, It is just, like, white tiles and white walls and bright white lights, and there is a uh, reception desk that is currently unattended. And the center of the room is taken up with ten sort of cylindrical white pedestals that each have a different, uh, like, custom-painted rubber duck kind of very grandiosely placed on each of them. There's, you know, your classic yellow one, there's a red one, there's one in, like, army camouflage, a black one. I'm not going to name five more colors, but you get the picture.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a point-and-click adventure puzzle. I get it.
0: Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And there's also a, a door... Uh, marked with an employees only sign. I I do want to note, just for the
4: record, that um, because Sunny is 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 small, uh, he usually just hitches a ride in Olivia's purse whenever they go somewhere.
2: Uh, oh yeah, I figured like Manuela was in like L- Olivia's like coat pocket, and then Sunny in her purse. Uh,
5: what if Manuela is like? Tyler on your wrist? Like a fancy, oh, like, fuck. bracelet?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Great.
4: Let's
5: do it!
3: Was there a bell on the reception desk, maybe?
0: There is, but when you hit it, nothing, no one comes. Hmm. Maybe they killed the receptionist.
2: You, literally, every time we go someplace, your first instinct is they killed someone. Like,.
3: Okay, so we definitely know that they killed someone this time, though. Someone,
2: but you, but, like, you can't, if someone's not at their desk, you can't go, Oh, they're probably dead. Like, come on.
3: Hopefully they're just
4: taking their government-mandated 15-minute break. I would like it if they were just taking their break.
5: I mean, aren't, aren't, aren't we
2: detectives? We can just go in, right? I think Liv hops over the counter and goes to the computer and, like, tries to get into it.
0: Uh, it is powered off. Um, yeah, it it is as though nobody has sat down at it today.
2: Um, I- I boot that shit up. Let's go.
0: Yeah, you're looking at a login screen.
2: Um, okay. I want to use my Eidolon.
0: Oh, what is your Eidolon? My
2: Eidolon is Maybe I Know, um, which is a pair of spectral hands- Um, with red yarn tangled in between their fingers. Okay. Um, And it can detect connections between any two objects within 25 feet um, by tying them with yarn connecting them. Um, Okay. And I would like to
0: investigate... Are that- you an investigator, or are you trying to like suss out the password? Suss here, out long the long password. Way? I think that's more of a dredge. Dredge. Okay, I was. Yeah. yeah. All right, then I want to dredge that undertow. Okay, what's your biz? Your biz is two. You have got the devil or uh, death. Oh, great. So death is something ends and something else begins. The devil is you profit from someone else's pain.
2: Um. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with the devil.
0: Okay. Um. Let me think here. You profit from someone else's pain. Okay, I think uh, uh, maybe I know sticks sort of a, a ghostly pin into the monitor of the keyboard, and then the other hand sort of drags another pin uh, with yarn attached to it down underneath the desk and pins it underneath of there. And when you look down, you see that it pinned it to a sticky note with uh, a with login info on it. Great, I I use it and sign in. As you sign in, the door opens, and you just hear voice going, the fuck are you doing? Hi. I'm what? new here.
2: No, you're not? This is my first day.
3: No, it isn't. I don't know. I don't think I've seen her around here before myself. Wait, how
0: the fuck did you log into that computer?
2: I got my login info with my employee
0: orientation manual. God damn it, did Shirley write her password down on the sticky note again? I am, she is fired. Huh? I'm done with that shit. Who? Now, who the fuck are you and why are you sitting at my recep my former receptionist desk?
2: Fuck. <sighs> Hi, Olivia Crawford. Lincoln, it's Lincoln Avenue, right?
0: Uh, yes, yeah.
2: Lincoln Avenue Detective Agency.
0: Okay, that's, that's half
2: of the questions I asked you. Well, we received a tip that, um,. Someone could be Gravely Injured here And we're just wanting to make sure everything is okay Um and assist if something Has happened
0: Did uh Mr. Claw send you Yes Give me a dazzle Oh boy (laughs) Okay Uh, let's see, so Dazzling is a little bit different now. Okay. Uh, you're still going to draw your glam and pick one card to play, but then I'm going to draw the top card of the deck and see uh, how you, like, what number you okay. get, and you'll only convince them if you get a higher number. Okay, well, I got a three glam, so let's go. Three glam. So you have got, uh let's see, Strength, which is eight, the Chariot, which is seven, or the Lovers, which is six. I
2: mean, it sounds like I would
0: want to go with strength. Well, then. hang on. You would want to go with strength, hang which on. is also a positive card. Hang on, card. No, hang, yeah. On, yeah, hang on, hang oh. on. Oh, oh.
3: You said six, seven, and eight, so they're all numerically equivalent, because the same
0: things are above and below them as a group. What? Oh, I see what you're saying. You'd, yes, be yeah. I don't, numbers. Because you drew the, the six and the seven, then yeah. you can't, like, oh. You can't draw a six, you know, so they're all the same. But strength is also a positive card, so it's still probably the one you want to go with. strength. Okay. In that case, uh, what did I draw? I drew the moon, which is uh, 18. So no. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So you triumph through force, but which you do still triumph through force, but this guy does not believe the story you told him.
3: Uh, In that case, can I like pin him to the wall and explain how serious this is?
0: Yeah, go for it. That sounds good.
3: All right. Uh, yeah. Ray is just going to like a lunge. Sounds a little harsh. He's Ray is going to make his way towards this man and uh essentially kabedown him. Just gonna be like, uh
0: huh. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> listen. A lot of words you could have picked, but that's the one you went with.
3: Listen, we have reason to believe that there is a severely injured, possibly dead person in. Uh, you use, like, vulcanization ovens to finish your ducks here?
1: Yeah. We need to
3: take a look inside the ovens. It will only take us, like, five minutes. If you could, please.
0: Who who sent you here?
3: Miss...
2: You, Mr. Carr? No, it wasn't that. You're a bad liar. Okay. We have an informant. Mm-hmm. A very good
1: informant. Is this informant involved with the police?
2: No. Not that we're aware of. Neither are we, for the record.
0: All right. Sure. You know, if you just walked in and said you were here to investigate, I might have been a little more receptive than if you just started snooping around.
1: Nobody was in the room, sir. See, that's what I was saying. We rang the bell. I've been a little distracted on account- All right, look,
0: here. And he uh, opens up the door and leads you back. The uh, back room is very large, and it looks a lot more like you might expect a, uh, an assembly line factory to look like, it, as opposed to the very polished white appearance of the uh, front showroom area. Um, there are a few sets of conveyor belts and uh, sort of different workstations. Uh, people are yeah using vulcanization ovens to uh, turn just liquid plastic into rubber ducks. Uh, putting them down the line, painting them, getting them ready to ship out. But you do see, uh, as he walks you back towards the one on the very end, the entire conveyor belt, the entire assembly line is shut down. And, uh, there is just a puddle of blood underneath the oven, and, uh, blood is dripping down from it.
2: So it doesn't normally do that?
0: No, it doesn't normally
5: do that. hmm Mhm. Mhm. I like uh slither down your arm to the floor and I approach the 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 blood. Uh-huh. Uh I want to determine uh, based on my medical knowledge uh how fresh lo- how long has this blood been here?
0: What do you give me to investigate on that?
5: Yeah.
0: All right. So you have got 3 gen. Yeah. So yeah. you get ooh. So you have got the World, the Magician, and the High Priestess.
5: Uh, I'll start with what complications should I be aware of, and
0: I'll do that with uh, the Magician. Okay, so you achieve an impossible success when you know what complications you should be aware of. You can detect that this blood is very... uh, well, very fresh might be a little harsh. You would say... You would narrow the window down to it is still morning, probably late morning, like ten, eleven o'clock. You would estimate this blood is between nine and ten hours old. It was sometime in the middle of the night that it first uh, started exiting its body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as you investigate it, you you're not sure what's what exactly it is you're detecting. This is definitely blood, but something about it is. Wrong in a in a sort of abstract way that your your you know, your medical scientific mind is is unsettled by.
5: It's not it's not right here. Um, let's do the world for a mm-hmm. single moment. The world bends to your will. Mm-hmm. With what happened here recently?
0: Okay. Um. Let me think of how to give you that one. Uh, what happened here recently? I think, um, as you're contemplating this, the latch on the oven falls open, and the door swings open, and you see a dead body inside the oven. It is, um, pretty badly burned, but, uh, not completely charred or anything, and also crushed by a lot of the machinery.
5: Okay, last question. As I approach the body, uh, what's hidden here? And I'll do that with the magician. No, with the empress. So Where
0: the, uh, the high priestess.
5: It? You mean high priestess? Yes.
0: Yeah. So the high priestess is the supernatural moves through you. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to use your eidolon for this, Doctor. Uh, yeah. What is your eidolon?
5: My eidolon is Doctor Worm. It's a ghostly, spectral set of drums that. Uh, ...can create... uh, ...that help me achieve my... ...my primordial instinct of shelter... ...by creating
0: sonic booms. Okay. Uh, then I think... ...your Eidolon... ...you sense that there is something in... ...something to do with the duck molds. You see that the hands are kind of... ...splayed out near where the actual molds are located. Um but they you can't really get a good look at them because the molds are in the way. And I think your Eidolon begins sending out vibrations that shake the molds loose. They kind of pop open and swing out. And you see that the body is missing all ten of its fingers. And uh, the hands were sort of lined up with the molds, making you think maybe they got crushed in there, but the molds are empty. In fact, there's not even, like any blood or anything on the inside. It's not even as if they got crushed by the molds and then taken away. There's no sign of the uh, carnage inside the duck molds.
5: There's not, like, cleaning residue?
0: No, nothing.
5: Okay. I slither my way back. I think
0: uh, the man who escorted you back here kind of just... Went white when the door opened and kind of the grisly scene in there became apparent, and he's just kind of like averted his eyes.
2: Um, hey Luke, yeah, I would like to reveal my master plan. Okay, what's your master plan? Um, if Iris is cool with it, I think when he came out and he was interrogating me very rudely, um, uh-huh. I set down my purse and kicked it. And like nudged my head towards the door he uh came out of.
0: Okay. That is uh, the door he led you through.
2: Oh shit. I thought he came through a different door. No. My bad. No, no. Um, then never mind. I thought he was the he came from like a little office and I was gonna send Sonny.
0: No, you do see up above you, there's like a, a metal staircase, sort of towards the back of this room that goes up to an office that overlooks this factory floor. I can climb good.
2: I I then I set down my purse, I kick it. <laughs> and yeah, I I kind of nudge my head up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. So give me your reveal your master plan with two gen. You've got the wheel of fortune or temperance. Um. Well. So either yeah, they're both the, neutral. Um. Yeah, both neutral. You're at the mercy of fate, or uh, you're met with an equal and opposite reaction. Well,
2: I feel like if I kick Sunny, Sunny is then going to get either kick me or someone is going to squish the poor gecko. So uh, wheel of fortune.
0: Wheel of Fortune, you're at the mercy of the fates. Okay. Let me think here. Um Yeah, I think, Sonny, you kinda got slid I-, I think how we'll do this, uh you sort of kicked your purse under the desk so he didn't see you, which gave Sonny kind of free reign to slip in behind all of you and explore the factory independently. So uh Sonny, where would you like to go here? Uh I'm gonna go up to the to the rafters. Uh-huh
4: that you mentioned, or, or where the catwalks?
0: Yeah, uh, well, I said there's just sort of a metal staircase going up to a second floor where there's, like, an office with some windows overlooking the factory. Okay, floor. Oh,
4: I'll, okay, I'll, I'll go into that office. I should be able to get under the door pretty easily.
0: Yeah, I think as you approach the door, uh, you see a nameplate on it. Uh, it says, uh, Foreman, Punctuation Mark.
4: As what in, like, name?
0: literally his middle name is Punctuation?
2: Well, or is it Mark, comma, like, is it his first name is Mark, his last name is Punctuation? And it's no, his
0: first name is Punctuation, his last name is Mark. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is confirmed further as you get into the office, squeezing under the door, like you said, and there's a also a nameplate on the desk that says Punctuation, Mark. Uh, other than that, the desk is just littered with uh, papers, just crumpled in piles everywhere. I think there's some, like, old cups of coffee just sort of sitting out. Uh there's like a ratty chair behind the desk and maybe just like a shitty sofa with some stuffing and springs coming out of it on the other side.
4: Okay. Um trying to think of what I should try and find around here. Uh you could always just investigate if you want to. Yeah, I suppose to. I'll 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 search I'm gonna investigate, try to search his desk to see if I can find any uh any any reason why this this dude would have enemies.
0: Okay, so Genius Two, so you've got the Empress and Death. Oh, the Empress is my Resonant card. <laughs> ooh, 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 what's your Resonant effect here? Uh, when you
4: play your Resonant card, then in addition to its its forecast, the GM will either describe how your action fulfills your instinctive desire, or will tell you how you can easily fill your instinctive desire into this situation. Uh, and you have a desire for dominion. Yes. Okay.
0: Uh, i love you're so passive and yet you have an instinctive desire to dominate i know <laughs> that listen that tracks
3: yeah yeah,
4: yeah. i want i want to be more commanding
3: that's
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah uh, what question are you asking with the empress uh let's see here um what weaknesses can i exploit what weaknesses can you exploit? Well, Sonny, I think you know better than than anyone else here that uh, the true, the, the most powerful weapon is information. And information is stored in paperwork, which there is a uh, just a treasure trove of on this desk. Um, real mysteries are not solved at crime scenes. They are solved in file cabinets and desktops like this. Um, and as you begin exploring through this paperwork, you find, first, sort of a, a list of Uh, timesheets for all of the employees of this factory, and you note that there's one employee, uh, someone named Robert Gerwin, who has been absent the past three days. Um, And looking in a little further, you also note a lot of um, uh, paperwork that is stamped with the watermark of uh, Claw Enterprises, K-L-A-W, which, um... I don't know if you heard him asking if Mr. Claw sent everybody, but uh, that seems to connect to that. Oh, yeah, I heard him. He was quite loud. Yeah, that is true. Um, As you're studying through the paperwork and also digging through the file cabinets for some archived paperwork, you get the sense this used to be an independent factory, but it has been uh, purchased by Claw Enterprises. Hmm. Suspicious. A corporate buyout.
4: Um how does that the uh, how does that or can that fulfill my insticti- instinctive desire for dominion?
0: <laughs> well, this seems like a real tough guy and I think now you have a way to undermine his uh his his domineering presence here and show that he's really not the one in control of this situation. Yeah, he he's just a flunky. He's like a manager. He's like a middle manager at best. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then what was the other card I had available? You have, a uh, Death, which is something ends and something else begins. Okay. What poses the biggest threat? What poses the biggest threat? Um, okay, let me think. What, something ends and something else begins that poses a threat. Um, okay, here's what I think happens, um... I think as you're looking through all of this paperwork, uh, what ends is your opportunity to investigate. Because what begins is uh, the uh, morning cleaning of this office as a janitor comes in. Uh-oh. Um,
4: I'm going to try and hide in one of the desk drawers. Okay.
0: Um, give me a BTL plus Ellie. That is... Or Challenge Fate plus Ellie, rather. That's my best stat, so I get three points. Hell cards. yeah. So three. All right, so that's going to be the Hanged Man... The star or the sun? (laughs) I feel like the star is probably a good choice for this. It is a new path reveals itself. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with the star. (laughs) Okay, Uh, in that case, yeah, I think you find that there's actually, like, he- some kind of uh, rodent or something must have gnawed a hole in this desk at some point. You slip right into a- gecko-sized hole in one of the drawers, and the janitor is completely unaware of you.
2: Um, hey, Luke, quick question. Yeah. Would a brain radio work? Um, because technically Sunny's in a different room, but we're in, like, we're not too far away from each other.
0: Uh, yeah, I think we can allow for that. I'm not- I'm not taking out a tape measure
2: here. Okay. Um, I- I think I, like, brain radio Sunny. I'm like, right, what you got?
4: Uh, well, uh, turns out that there is a employee who's been missing for a while. His name is Robert Gerwin. Um, Also, you know how that guy was asking if you're from Claw? Uh, It turns out he probably has a good reason to be worried uh, because he doesn't own this place. It was bought out by Claw Enterprises, so he was probably worried about one of their higher-ups coming here to check on things.
2: Okay, um, I think I, like, you know, say, okay, mentally, and then turn to the, um, turn to the, the foreman, uh, Mr. Mark, uh, yeah. and say, what can you tell me about Robert Gerwin?
1: Uh, yeah, it, uh, I was kind of thinking the same thing. It's hard to tell in there, body's all crushed up and burned, but, yeah, that's probably Rob. Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, how do you know that name?
2: I'm very good at my job.
0: Hmm. I don't know, uh, he's worked here, I don't know, three months. Uh, nice enough kid, smart, but, uh, you know, usually he's coming in late, doesn't focus on his job. He's kind
1: of just scraping by the bare minimum. I think he goes to night school or something, I don't know.
3: Did he have any enemies on the job that you're aware of? Any other employees that he clashed with?
0: Like I said, he's not exactly a reliable kid, kind of a flake, so not the most popular fella here, but I don't think anything, anyone would have a murderous intent on him.
3: Uh, Luke, does the body have anything on it, a wallet or anything?
0: Um, no.
3: It could have been a thief, but they wouldn't have wanted to kill him if that was the case. Wouldn't have advantaged them in any way.
1: Uh, I- Honestly, uh... I mean, not to, uh do your job for you, I guess, but this might have been something he did to himself. Kid was kind of,
0: I don't know, like that.
5: Uh, I, I don't think so. I say as I slither back up uh, your uh, your leg uh, and rest myself against your, um, the detective's uh, hand again, mm. like a like a coil. I put the time of death of around 10 hours ago. Uh, As you can see, the cost of death is fairly obvious. But uh, the victim has no fingers. Uh, They were... My initial thought was that they were placed by the molds. But the, the, the other side where the molds is, is completely clean of any blood. So the fingers may have been removed before... He was thrown in here.
2: Okay, I think Liv listens to all this and then says, Well, next time you want to do my job for me, maybe pay closer attention. If you haven't noticed, all the fingers are gone from the body. And not only that, the location where the fingers would be has been completely cleaned. Someone tried to keep us from identifying who this is.
5: No, I don't think it was clean. I think- they have removed Manuela? the
2: fingers. Manuela? Manuela, I, Manuela the you, can't, you can't, you can't, you gotta let me have this. We can- Wait, who's Manuela? That's, um, my emotional support dog. It's in my purse. It's fidgeting.
5: But I'm not a dog.
0: Wait, so are you trying to tell me that there's... Do we got fingers inside rubber ducks in here?
3: Uh, it's easy enough to, uh, figure that one out, and, uh... I think Ray is going to grab a rubber duck from off the stopped assembly line and just, like, twist it apart.
0: Uh, Yeah, there's nothing in there.
3: No, it looks like the fingers... I'm telling you, they took the fingers off before. Here's what I think. I think that if somebody took the fingers off of a man, it wouldn't be to hide his identity. There are easier ways to do that. You could just burn the fingerprints themselves off. I mean, there's plenty of furnaces around here. What this suggests to me is that the fingers themselves were of importance. Possibly occult importance, or, uh... I'll I'll ask you this, Mr. Foreman. uh, Do you know if our dearly departed here would have had access to any rooms that require a fingerprint scan, perhaps? Look around, buddy. We don't got anything that fancy
2: around here. You said he went to night school. Do you know
0: where? (laughs) Why would I? I listen? I can get you his address from my office.
3: As good a lead as anything.
2: Yeah, please. And then I send a braid radio to of You going? Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you slip out behind the janitor leaving after having like collected the trash, and he passes uh Mr. Mark on the staircase who, uh, yeah, comes, goes inside his office and comes out a little later with uh, just a slip of... I think just like a sticky note with uh, a hand scrawled address on it. He goes, yeah, here, just an apartment. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I didn't know the kid.
5: Uh, hey, can I tell if he's lying? Um,
0: let me think. I have, uh,
5: uh, I, I have picked up... Just something I picked up. I can read faces and I can tell if people are lying or not.
0: Yeah, tell me a story about how you learned how to tell whether people are lying.
5: Ah, well, there was this panda I was traveling with for a while. Great lie detector. He taught me all about, like, analyzing body twitches, seeing how the breathing works. It it was great information.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, let me draw glam here for you. What's your glam? Uh, three. Or no, two. Two. Uh, so you've got justice or the lovers. So justice is situation becomes more fair. Lovers is you're faced with two paths.
5: Uh... Uh, let me look at my thingies. I don't think
0: either of these are mine. Uh, they're not.
5: Uh, let's do justice.
0: Justice, okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think we could argue the situation becomes more fair if you get access to more information. All cards on the table, you know? Uh, no, he does not seem to be lying.
5: Uh,
0: he seems primarily, uh, concerned about how he's going to clean a dead body out of one of his ovens. He's telling the truth here,
5: detective. We should move on. Alright, well, um,
2: here's our card, and I give him, um, the business cards that I spent way too much money on, um, that just exclusively have my contact information. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: Um, and pass, give him that, and go, if anything else has occurred, uh, please don't hesitate.
0: Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Mr. Claw really didn't send you. Is this about the buyout? Now what What are you talking about?
2: You seem very nervous that Claw sent us, and... Yeah, he's my boss! Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you... Is there any fear that you have the
0: Claw maybe involved here? I already called Mr. Claw to tell, me, tell him about what happened. I assumed he sent you to come look at it, but...
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to play it that way, sure. Liv Liv has no idea what the fuck
5: it is. See, he did send us. We technically work for a third party. We have no idea. Um, uh, alright. Well, we are going to go uh, investigate
2: the late Mr. Gerwin. Uh, if anything more comes to mind,
1: give us a call. Yeah, we'll do.
4: Hello, this is Sonny. I'm here to try doing a little advertising, since I guess that's the only way geckos can make decent money these days. If you're enjoying this show, please check out our page on Patreon at patreon.com slash For $1 a month, you can listen to the main feed episodes a week early. For $3, you get access to the GM notes for each session, as well as a bonus monthly design podcast where Luke and Molly work on the game. For $5 a month, you get the current draft of Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, and your name will be read out during the ad break. Finally, for $10 a month, you get access to the Grab Bag, a monthly bonus content that will change over time. Currently, Zoe is hosting a podcast called Yuji Got Fingered, where she re-watches Jujutsu Kaisen with Iris, Luke, Molly, and Tai, who have never seen it before. If you can't or would prefer not to support us with money, We'd be very grateful if you could give us a five star review on iTunes or spread the word about the show. Now I'd like to thank some of our patrons Leanne Harp, Rosia G, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Gail N Pigeon Smith, J Cooper, Weitsu, Skelly Lichboy. Luna Josie, Casey, May Lover, Evan, Sudzu, Joe Tank Ricardelli, Lucentia, Monica Ulmanesiek, Brulé, Liam Conlon, Pete Shaka, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Keon Cohen, Tin Man Axe, Christopher Pragados, Jairi Runnell, and Mufadrome. Thank you very much to all the people who think we deserve to get some money for the work we do. You probably don't want to hear me anymore, so I'll let you get back to the part of the show you enjoy.
0: Bye. You leave the factory and uh, head off to the address he gave you. I think. It, sorry, if I can uh, make yeah, a suggestion. Ahead. As we're traveling, um,
4: Sonny's gonna ask uh, Olivia if he can borrow her phone.
2: Uh, which one?
4: I I mean any of them. I just wanna search for Claw Enterprises, see what I can find out about them. Like,
2: um, I think she gives Sonny her third phone. Um, Which is a burner And goes here you go
0: Thank you Okay great Uh, Yeah Sunny why don't you give me another investigate Okay That's another uh, two cards Yep so let's see You have got the moon and the fool Alright The moon is something unknown or unknowable Interferes and the fool is uh, uh, You become what you're needed to be In this moment (sighs) Okay I think,
4: um, let's go with the fool for what's hidden here. Um, I I think, uh, his suspicion is that claw is some sort of like shell corporation or is doing, or is like secretly a front for something a lot, uh, more malicious
0: Yeah, uh, you start doing some research on, uh, the phone and find, yeah, Claw Enterprises, it it comes up on a Google search pretty quick, is a, uh, what, what do you call it, like a private capital firm, um, and you're finding a lot of records of them purchasing a lot of disparate businesses throughout the city.
4: Okay, and then for the moon, I'm gonna go with what complications should I be wary of?
0: Um, as you search through, like, the About Us information on Claw Enterprise's website, you find the, uh, the, like, what do you call it, like, the Our People page, or whatever, and, um, you find a picture of, well, it doesn't actually list Mr. Claw's first name, it just says Mr. Claw, which that's already strange, and, uh, there's just, like, a smiling businessman here. But, uh, as you continue to look, you find that that is a stock photo.
4: Okay. So it's, it's just a per- picture of a random model. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this company might not be legit.
2: Well, I mean, to be honest, it's a rubber duck factory. I'd assume anyone who was wanting to buy a rubber duck factory in the year of our Lord 20XX, um, since we don't know what year it is. Um, no, yeah. Uh, is uh, probably trying to hide some money, I guess. I don't know how that works, but I mean, that's t- that's what they usually do on TV.
4: Well, I mean, the, ru- the the rubber duck buying isn't that strange. I mean, you can use you can use that facility for making lots of different toys, but these these guys, they're just buying up everything. There's there's no uh, there's no rhyme or reason behind it
2: well i wish i knew what was that like what what was going on there but we'll figure it out probably you mentioned
4: that Hmm? well when when dr when dr uh uh, manuela was filling me in on on what was going on uh she mentioned that all his fingers had been cut off Mm -hmm. i mean what if i hate to go a little dark here but what if it was torture what if he found out something he shouldn't have?
5: Uh, yeah, fingers are a common
2: way for torture. Ray, you've probably tortured someone before. Is that What's how you
3: fuck
0: are you talking about? What's wrong with you? No. I think mean, the cabbie looks up in the rearview mirror and makes eye contact with you at that statement. No. Like, don't
5: take this personal, Ray, but you don't have the heart for torture.
3: Why would I take that personally?
5: <laughs> I,
4: I would think that's a good it thing. It
3: changes you.
2: Hey, um, we're gonna come back. We're gonna circle back to that one, Manuela. Okay?
5: She's just like looking at the distance outside the car, like still. <laughs> <laughs> remembering her past life.
3: Uh, so, Luke, what's the apartment look like when we get there?
0: Yeah, so you get there, um, it's a pretty shabby apartment building, not just a total, like, wreck, but it's clearly not, uh, you know, it's not a high-income area, let's say, and, uh, I think you find the apartment, uh, that you were given by, uh, punctuation mark, and, uh, you, I think, find the, yeah, I think the door is probably locked, how do you deal with that first?
3: Well, none of us have breakthrough, so that's Uh out. I could do it, oh, did some did you pick up lockpicking? picking? No,
5: I have the beast move uh that can let me use breakthrough because I have a tick hide Uh-oh. and I can use uh, just like old times to break through. all right, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just need to look at that move, but yeah, I think it's just breakthrough, right? Uh yeah, it, it, it's I have you- a one, so we'll see how this goes.
0: Yeah, let me let me look at that real quick. Break through. Ba, ba, ba. Da, 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 da. Um I can use my hold here. Yeah. Uh or wait, no, that's uh oh, so do you have impenetrable yeah yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. You're good. You're good. There's a yep. beast move that you need impenetrable hide. Right, okay. Um Okay, then yeah, let me read how Breakthrough works. Uh, bu- bu- Alright, when you use your alone's power to force your way through a physical obstacle, draw POW, but ignore the normal forecast for the card you play, and instead use the following. So let's first uh, pick which cards you've got, how much POW you got. One! Alright, you've got the tower.
5: Hell yeah. Three, yeah,
0: baby! Do you want to push? Uh, well, so uh, on a negative card, either the obstacle's permanently damaged or attention is drawn to you, my choice. Uh, you know what? Let's push. Okay, then in that case you're playing the Hierophant, which is, uh... What is that one? My I resident think that one's card. neutral.
3: Uh, yes it uh, is. It's neutral. You discover something.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what it... What, what's it do? Uh, you discover something. You discover something. Okay. Then, uh... Yeah, I think you start just vibrating the door until the, uh... Or what happens on a neutral card? Right, all oh, right, we don't care about the forecast, I forgot. Uh, either the obstacle is permanently damaged or attention is drawn to your choice, Fabi. You <clears> get to pick instead of me.
5: Permanently damaged. Uh, there's no time for subtlety.
0: Okay, then yeah, I think uh, uh, Dr. Worm starts vibrating the door until the hinges fall off the wall and the door just kind of falls into the hallway. Oh, uh, another
4: job kablam. where we cause property damage. I mean
5: they I just don't say it was us. We found it like this. Yeah.
4: I just don't want to talk to an insurance company again.
2: Sonny, I have to
5: talk to the insurance company.
2: I just repeat what you say.
4: Yeah, I mean that's it's just <laughs> as stressful.
5: We really need to give him some anxiety medication.
0: As the door falls open, you are immediately hit with the stink of rotting garbage.
5: <sighs> what? Oh. It, does does something smell bad here? Yeah, it smells really bad. It's not great. Okay, I don't have a don't have a sense of smell. Mm. Mm. You're very lucky in this moment.
3: I thought you okay, I thought then. you could like taste the air. Is that only a snake thing? Yeah, that's kind
5: of racist. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> I'm not a snake. I'm a slow worm, which is not a type of worm. I don't see how anyone can get this wrong. Um what
2: do we what do we see in the apartment?
0: Yeah, I think as you come in, um, the stink is clearly coming from a few bags of trash in the kitchen that uh, should have been taken out a long time ago. Ray um, is
3: going to immediately start rooting through them.
0: Okay, I think you mostly just find uh, let's see, I, I would say a mix of food containers, uh, fast food bags, um, and like crumpled up notebooks that as you kind of flip through them, you're just finding lots of, um, math, and lots of, uh, like, technical diagrams, uh, which are likewise littered all over a desk over, uh, on the other side of the apartment. It's just a one-room. Uh, there's kind of a, a an unmade bed, uh, near the desk, and, uh, a few different piles of dirty clothes. Ooh, what math? Do I recognize the equations? Let me think here, uh, Sonny. How good are you at math? I mean, I'm pretty good.
2: So, <laughs> so
0: very good. <laughs> um, how much of like a physics guy are you, Sonny? Oh, not so much. I'm. Oh, yeah. I, I would say you can recognize enough of it to tell that it's like physics equations. Yeah, I. I but you can't really decipher them beyond. that. I mostly that. do finance. <laughs>
3: Tell you what, this guy was clearly putting in the work when it comes to night school.
0: Yeah, you're seeing lots of technical diagrams that you assume must be for some kind of, like, machinery or something, but you really can't make heads or tails of what any of these are supposed to be.
2: Um, I want to use Maybe I Know to dredge and see if I can find a connection between the equations and anything else in the room.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, give me another dredge. Uh, How much biz you got? I got two biz is, alright, you got the chariot or the hermit. Okay, um... So the hermit is your actions isolate you, the chariot is you smash through your own limits.
2: Um, let's go with the hermit.
0: Okay, your actions isolate you. Let's see here. How does that happen?
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to give you a fun one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's say... Ooh, okay, okay, I know what to do here. Um... As you're looking at the equations, a pin gets stuck on the writing desk and a uh, string of yarn begins to snake its way down to the floor and back out uh, into the hallway. And I think you just sort of follow it and leave everyone else up here as it goes around to a dumpster uh, behind the apartment building. And you open it up and begin digging through a few bags of trash you're immediately struck with the smell of a dead body.
2: Ugh, I hate that I know what that smells like.
0: Yeah, it's not great. And um as you keep digging, you find the exact same dead body that you found at the factory. It's not burned, but it's the same person.
3: Does it have its fingers? Yes. <sighs> I, ha- ah. I
2: hate the Ow. weird ones.
3: They're all the weird ones. The- You're all upstairs.
5: (laughs) Oh, I wasn't in your arm? Okay. (laughs)
0: No, No, your actions isolated her.
5: Ah, it's
1: true. Uh,
0: Speaking of which, I think uh, you get one look at this, and suddenly there is a loud, like, clang next to you. Just a heavy, like, impact right behind you. Um, I
2: think Liv hops out of the dumpster and, like, looks.
0: There is, uh a like like a looney tunes ass anvil embedded in the concrete behind you with uh spirals etched into it that are like glowing a kaleidoscope of different colors huh what
2: is what Liv says.
0: Uh, that's what she says before you advance your damage track and get knocked over by uh, a Looney Tunes ass, like, safe, hitting you in the back and knocking you down. Oh.
3: <laughs> okay. Now, Luke, I am assuming that we can hear this.
0: Yeah, I think you probably hear some commotion back there. How
3: Yeah, I, I imagine Help. that, uh, Ray would run over to... I'm
0: assuming there's, like, a balcony
3: or a fire escape.
0: Yeah, you can stick out to a fire escape, totally.
3: Uh... He's gonna look down, he's gonna be like, What the hell? Liv, are you alright down there? No! Okay, dumb question. Uh, then he's going to look up.
0: Um, hmm. Let me think here. What can you see? I think, uh, you see a, a, way in the distance on a rooftop, you see a flutter of a couple different colors, and then, uh, Liv, you are now kind of keyed into the sound of something whistling very loudly through the air as something else is coming towards you. What do you do? Like, you get, have a split second to act.
2: Get the fuck, like, r- dodge. Get out of the way.
0: Give me a challenge fate plus Ellie. Yeah. So that's going to be, uh, what's your Ellie? Ellie's one. Ellie's one. You've got uh the Emperor. You succeed, do it to a singular focus.
2: Ugh, oh, except the Emperor's my dissonant part.
0: <laughs> Ooh, the Emperor's your dissonant. Uh-oh. Uh, so what happens when you play a dissonant card?
2: Ignore its usual forecast and use the following instead. You're too certain that you're right and you miss something important as a result.
0: Wow, we're gonna have two ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I think you break left, assuming it's going to go right, and you're absolutely wrong as a kitchen sink just hits you in the stomach with the same sort of spirally, glowy, uh, etchings on it.
2: Oh, Really? Oh, fuck.
0: Um,
2: I I think Liv tries to, like, as well as she can, because I'm sure she's bleeding and, like, pretty fucked up at this point.
0: It's not Uh, great, yeah. Yeah. uh,
2: Tries to get back inside.
4: So is is she now on a lower floor, or is it ground? Yeah, she's on the ground. She's outside uh, on the ground. Okay, so what I'm going to do is... um, Sunny is going to summon... Uh, his idol on, uh, which mm-hmm. is wait, actually, yeah, no, uh, it looks okay. like a big paintbrush that is uh wearing a beret at the top of its handle, uh, and its brush is like curled in the shape of a mustache. Great, love it. Uh, and um, I'm going to use like uh. Like, I, I assume she, she's probably bleeding a little right now. Um, it's uh-huh. it's a little grim, but I need some something to, to draw with. So I'm going to... Uh, wait, yeah, actually, yeah, no, is going to use a little bit of that blood to draw a ladder on the wall. Uh, because what uh-huh. it does is it helps me pursue my animal urges by using drawings to edit
0: reality. Okay. Yeah, then in that case, I think just a ladder... Uh, Manifests sort of sticking out the window, going straight down to the alley where uh, uh, Olivia is.
2: Um, I think Liv starts to climb, and then like the ladder's sticky, and uh-huh. she notices. She f Did you use my blood?
4: I I didn't
2: have Sunny. What was what was I supposed to use? Fuck. And she's she's going ew ew ew. You, as she climbs up the ladder. I'm doing my best out here.
0: I think, uh, a bowling ball smashes into the ladder ahead of you, breaking the part where it's against the wall, and now you're kind of, like, just up on a ladder that's about to fall over. Uh, who does something? Uh,
3: I would like to try something. Yeah. Uh, Ray is going to run down to the ground floor. Actually, he might just float down. Um, uh-huh. and he's going to grab onto the bottom of the ladder and just try and stabilize it. Uh, obviously, you know, that won't prevent the bowling ball from hitting anybody per se, but it will prevent them from falling. Yeah.
0: I and mean, yeah, the bowling ball only hit the ladder and it just kind of now is falling or it's probably embedded in the side of the building even. Okay. Um, yeah. Give me a beat the supposed to Ellie to get down there fast enough to catch it. All right, well, my Ellie is also one. Also one, great. Uh, that's going to be judgment. Your past mistakes catch up to you. Now,
3: that's judgment inverted.
0: Oh, you're inhuman, right. Okay, so a past kindness is repaid. It's going to happen every single time. <laughs> we'll get used to it. All right, so judgment inverted, past kindness is repaid. Um... Trying to think, uh, the, the first thing that jumped to mind for me is the kindness in question was, uh, us deciding you could touch tangible objects. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing better in the moment. Let's go with that. As yeah, you do manage to grasp the ladder because we established that earlier. And, um, you managed to hold it. And, uh, I think Olivia, you managed to make a jump for the window. Um, Raymond, I think a, another large object gets shot at you, but goes right through on account of you're a ghost. Too easy. <laughs> Shut up! Have you tried letting them phase through you?
3: <laughs> oh. Wait,
4: Raymond, stay out there. I have an idea. All right. Uh, so what I'm going to do next is I'm going to draw a trampoline. Right on the wall, right behind where Raymond is, because I want to, like, bounce a projectile back at wherever it's coming from.
0: Yeah, I think as you're doing that, we, the audience, not all of you, see the camera zoom across the buildings over to where that flutter of color was that Raymond saw. And we see a man in a trench coat with a large uh, sniper rifle that has a giant funnel on the top of it. And coming out of the back are a bunch of different colored flags that are slowly kind of spinning in the wind, almost like a windmill or a pinwheel. And I think he just says, like, rifling marks. Etchings made on a bullet in order to cause it to spiral while it goes through the air, keeping it on target. And my Eidolon, spiraling shape, can put enough rifling marks on anything to make sure it gets to where I'm shooting it to. As uh, the flags uh, coming out of the back of it stop spinning and extend almost like tentacles and grab another, uh, anvil to put into the sniper rifle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, give me a, um, I think this is gonna be a the Oswald's POW, Sonny. Oh, boy, that's a one for me. Yeah, we we got, we got ones across the board for POW. Um, I'll, I'll count this as a bombard, because you're trying to shoot this back at him. Alright, that's, that's... You know, and also I don't want to kill people on on episode one. Alright, so that'll be, a, that'll be a three instead, because my elegance S- is my best stat. You've got Temperance, the Hanged Man, or, uh, the Sun. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, the Sun is positive. Yeah, Suns are giving cause to celebrate. Let's go with Celebration. <laughs> yeah, I think a, uh, trampoline emerges from the side of the building, and, uh... ...sort of shields Olivia... ...as she gets up into the, uh... ...window, and the anvil... ...hits the trampoline... ...and bounces back... ...with just as much force as it, uh... ...hit it with, and goes flying back... ...through the air, and, uh... ...I mean, you guys don't see what happens... ...but I think what happens is it just hits... ...the sniper, like... ...square in the face and knocks him... ...uh, backwards, he's like... ...hanging off of the side of the building he was perched on now, so... You're going to have a moment here to collect yourselves.
2: I think Liv is like, like fully just like, like, Liv is not in great shape. Um, And she's just like hunched over, panting.
4: The fuck was that? Seems like you, seems like you were getting (laughs) shot with everything, including the kitchen sink. (laughs) Uh, Manuela,
0: what are you doing?
5: I want to reveal my master plan that oh, I've been trying to pinpoint where where someone else could be because they would obviously be needing to be watching us. Right. And the more and the most like logical place to be able to watch wherever all the attacks were happening, uh huh. And I want to throw a full on barrage of Sonic Booms towards that area.
0: Okay. Yeah, give me a bombard and your Ellie is one.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, So, you've got the lovers. You're faced with two paths. Are you good about better? Okay. or do you want to push?
5: Know, I'm okay with the lovers. Okay.
0: Uh, So, you're faced with two paths here. So, I think um you do manage to... Like I said, Raymond saw where it was coming from. Uh, it's very far away. Um, amplifying your Eidolon enough to send a, a sound wave that far to uh, do some damage would be very difficult. Uh, you really have to... Um, exert yourself. I think it might actually hurt. You would need to advance your damage track to do it, but you can do it. Uh, so you can either go through with what you're planning, or you can uh, try to figure out a more defensive measure.
5: No, I, I will do it, and I will proceed to hide myself under the ground uh, in receiving shelter and protecting myself for any further retaliation.
0: Okay, then in that case, uh, yeah, I think the sound wave blasts across the sky, um, and uh, I think it hits the sniper rifle, which was still sort of set up uh, sort of in a tripod configuration, and knocks it off the building, and as uh, the vibrations shake the rooftop, I think our sniper uh, loses his grip. And again, you, this is too far away to make out these fine details, but us, the audience, we get to cut over there uh, and see him just fall off of the building. Uh, I think Ray is going to be running after him. Okay, yeah, you start heading off that way. Um, Like I said, it is a, a distance here. Let me consult my notes real quick. I think we... Yeah.
2: Um, While this is going on, a uh, quick question, Luke. Yeah. Uh, is there any
0: beer in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> um, there are some expired condiments in the fridge.
2: Oh, fuck. Um, I think she grabs the catch up because it's cold and it's just like on the couch like there was a couch right like a like a chair yeah, yeah yeah Is on it like holding it up to her head like fuck this sucks like she's not even doing any of the fighting
0: uh-huh yeah yeah
2: <laughs> can't get that pretty face injured exactly you'll get it
0: <laughs> uh ray you had uh a, a couple blocks here until you get to uh where you saw that from I think you see the uh, sniper rifle kind of on the ground. I think the um, sort of colorful flags behind it are just kind of undulating. And uh, the gun itself is like warping almost as if it is uh, like in its death throes. And uh, there is, like I said, a man in a trench coat uh, seemingly maybe unconscious uh, next to it.
3: Uh, I think Ray is going to stomp on the rifle and then grab the man by his. I don't know if he has a jacket with lapels. If not, just by like the shirt collar.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think you grab him and pick him up. Uh. He seems out. Oh fuck! Did any of us bring
3: zip ties? <laughs> of, why? Of course
5: I brought zip ties. Check my bag. And by which I mean, check her bag. <laughs> There's a smaller where's, bag in where's
3: there. Where's Liv's bag at this point? In the <laughs> apartment
5: with Liv.
4: <laughs> yeah, Sunny is also here and just collecting the scraps of technical diagrams and putting them in her purse. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because he knows if he doesn't do it, then she's not going to bother.
3: <laughs> hey, can one of you task me down the zip ties? Yeah, hold on.
0: As after you've dragged this guy back like five blocks?
3: Yeah. What's <laughs> he going to do? He's unconscious.
5: They're in the yeah. small ziploc bag. You have zip ties in my purse. Yes. Well, I also have uh, uh, tongue suppressors. Uh, you know, all things that you need for medical things. <sighs> that's why it's so heavy. Fuck. Ooh, there's. No, that that's probably the rock I carry there. <laughs> Sometimes you need to bask. Yeah. And I can't do it in the sun. I need a warm rock I can hide in the darkness. Do you know nothing about slow worms? I love right just standing here in the soaking rain while this is happening. I put the rock in the oven, it gets warm, then I put it in your purse. I don't see what the problem is. Is that why my fucking eyeliner melted? No, that's because it was cheap. Hey! You need the good stuff. Le L'Oreal. I,
4: I think while this is happening, like, Sonny is like dragging a packet of zip ties over to the window, and he just like yeah. uh sort of flicks his head uh in order to throw them over to um uh over to Raymond, but he's just a lizard. It doesn't they don't
0: they don't get very far.
3: <laughs> it's it's fine. Ray, Ray is going to grab the zip ties and start restraining this guy.
0: Okay. Yeah.
5: By the way, I assume there was like a pot of plant or something here, and that's where I just buried myself under the ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And meanwhile, well, I think as you're yeah <laughs> been having this argument, I think you see this guy that uh, Ray is zip tying, and you're a doctor. You can take one look at this guy. He's very beat up and bruised. He's bloodied. He's unconscious, and you're not entirely sure he's getting conscious again. Well, not this again. He's not dead yet, but like he fell off a building.
3: Oh no! People survive that all the time, especially <laughs> especially no, I mean, if they've got eidolons. I've seen it at least a dozen times before.
2: Ray, you're a ghost. You're not exactly an authority on what people survive. I
3: d- Olivia, I spent Olivia easily thirty-seven.
5: Take me, of my- take me out of the, take me out of the pot. Put me in your purse, <sighs> and then take me down so I can check on the patient i think i can pr- i have enough to get make sure he's alive and tell
3: us what happened do you th- do you think the only thing i did was die i had well, a long and successful career yeah as with a how much you
5: Okay, fuck this. She, like, (laughs) wraps herself against the purse and is just dragging it. I think think Liv goes fine and grabs the
2: purse, but I'm not taking the blood ladder and um, takes the stairs.
5: Yeah, that's fine. Come on. And I think while you're doing that, she's just moving in your purse, and she's, like, getting stuff ready and, like, getting all her, like, first aid stuff prepared, smelling salts. Anything to, to see if she can bring him back?
0: Yeah, um, tell you what, why don't you give me a Beat the Odds plus Genius for that? Or Challenge yeah, Rate plus I Genius, i got to get in that habit. Uh, so that's going to be three, so you've mm-hmm. got the Tower, uh, the Chariot, or uh, Temperance. Temperance.
5: Uh, what are the chariot and temperance, because my yeah. thing
0: has slowed
5: again. You're fine.
0: Uh, the chariot is you, br- uh, what, break through your own limits, and the temperance mm. is, um, you are met with an equal and opposite reaction.
5: I guess break through my own limits. Yeah, I mean... Because, yeah, I don't think either of those are my dissonant or this is and hermit, no?
0: This man, if he has any chance to survive, needs to be in, like, an ICU, and a back alley is not that... Um, yeah,
5: I like I don't know where I got it from, but I put I pull like an IB bag, an I B line <laughs> in a bag from from Olivia Spurs, and I like get, find the vein with my little lizard mouth. Luke, and I have an idea. Stick
0: it in there. Yeah, what, what's your idea, Ray?
3: I would like to make this man so terrified of death that he uh-huh. that he survives out of sheer force of will. Okay. How so? Well, using my eidolon, I'll be haunting you. I can
0: manifest others' yeah. greatest fears. I see. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, that sounds like a pow to me. Uh, and how much pow you got? Just, Just the one. The one. <laughs> it's one across the board, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, you got the hanged man. Do you want to push? Okay,
3: the hanged man.
0: Uh, let me see what the hanged man does. You're faced with an impossible choice.
3: Okay, that's not ideal. Uh, I would like to yeah, push
0: yes. Okay, that takes the clock to two. You got the tower. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Manuela, you are uh like you, slow worms don't even sweat, but somehow you're sweating from the intense stress of what you're doing. Uh, you're Ow. desperately trying to save this man's life. You're pumping his heart with like your tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, he, come on! I'm not gonna lose you! I'm not gonna lose another one! <laughs> You're breaking through your own limits. You're feeling his pulse. Like, it's stabilizing. Like, this is this is working. You maybe aren't getting him to wake Stay up. Stay with you. me, you son of a bitch! You're saving him. And then, Ray, you, uh... <laughs> ...decide to manifest this man's greatest fear. Um, you kind of reach out. What's your idol on look like, Ray? Or I guess it's just you, right? I mean, my, it takes the form of their greatest fear, so... I would take the one of the greatest fear. It's pretty okay. abstract Ooh. and, uh, you know, malleable. Okay. Then I think, Ray, you kind of extend a hand towards him and ghostly wisps of just ectoplasm begin uh, spinning off of you. And uh, they begin to take a shape, but you can't quite tell what it is. And this guy, uh, be- his eyes actually uh, flutter open as you apply some smelling salts to his nose, uh, Doctor, and he sees his eyes open just in time to see the form taken by the uh, by Ray's Eidolon, which is a tall, burly figure in a business suit, but out of the neck hole is just a giant crab claw. And this man starts screaming until he just falls back dead.
5: Raymond, qué carajos hiciste?
3: Okay, th- uh, I will I will take the blame for that. That was not my intent. Uh... So you're
2: not only obsessed with your own death, you are now killing other people. Okay, I want to okay, make something very
3: me- clear. He was already dying. If anything, I Nikki assisted Sonny.
5: was fu- sh- Shut the fuck up. Uh, she goes to check the pulse,
0: I assume. You've lost him.
5: Time of death... And she says the time of that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's probably like two uh, o'clock by now or so. Yeah. Sonny writes it down.
5: Sonny, <laughs> we should get the hell out of here before the police show up.
4: Well, I guess on the bright side, we know why the president of Claw uses a stock photo instead of his actual photo.
2: Yeah, and, and plus we found that other. Oh shit! I never. Yeah, there's a uh, there's an identical body in the dumpster what yeah there's two like the the dude who was in the thing at the fact yeah there's two of them he's got his fingers take me
5: to the dumpster
3: fine well okay so we managed to uh fail to solve one mystery and now we have two more i guess it's only one and a half more if we're being generous
0: good for business yeah uh you, you take the doctor to the dumpster and um you don't even need to inspect the body closely, Doctor, to tell. This one, again, it does look... I mean, maybe an identical twin or something. Hard to say for sure, but uh, clearly died much less recently. Probably several days uh, before the one you found at the factory.
5: I i communicate that... I didn't take dental dental images of the last body, so there's no, like actual way to tell if it was a clone a twin but yeah it seems like the same body but died 10 days ago a week
4: why would some random employee be targeted he must have been up to something that claw didn't like
5: well, Maybe he found out something he shouldn't have.
3: Maybe he was trying to build something he well, shouldn't.
5: I mean, I
2: found him when I used Maybe I Know on his whatever those that math shit was. And it led me to the body. So it is definitely because of those equations?
4: Do you know an engineer? I, I still took some of his drawings and put them in your purse, maybe we could get an expert
0: to weigh in. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Manuela, as you continue to inspect the body, which is unpleasant both because of its own stink and, you know, it's in a dumpster, Mm -hmm. but you note while it does have its fingers, um, it is missing its backbone. And there is no apparent exterior damage. Like, it's not as if it was cut out. It's just, as you try to move it, you notice it is like, floppy in the way a body shouldn't be, and as you start feeling for a spine, you do not feel one.
5: Uh, Interesting. Interesting, very interesting. It seems like each body has been missing something that they really shouldn't have. First, the fingers, now. Backbone is gone. I mean,
2: we just saw a dude who has a crab claw for a head. Maybe he's trying to get a normal body.
3: He already has most of a normal body. It seems like he'd want the head. Yeah, and now there's... Well, no, that's what I'm...
2: Like, maybe he that normal body was built out of poor schmucks like that.
3: But it still wouldn't explain why there's two of the same guy. Is he a clone? Is he yeah. using some kind of... Eidolon okay, I'm sorry
2: i g- I can't solve people. the mystery for you on the spot I'm, not, I have to,
3: I'm spitballing here, Jesus, oh my
5: God, I'm gonna
3: be in your purse,
5: she goes on Slitherson,
3: you know i was I was trying to get a whole like f- little joke, you know call back to Idol on rock season one <laughs> <laughs> what's that I'm not familiar with that show, yeah, no, you're telling me. <laughs>
0: Olivia, something's kind of nagging at you, because the call you got said that you found who did it, and it couldn't have been the guy who attacked you, because, I mean, well, I guess it could have been, but that didn't seem to be his M.O.
2: Mm -hmm. He threw things at me hard.
0: Yeah, and that's not consistent with the damage you've seen on either of these dead bodies, so there must be something you can do here to figure out who the killer is.
2: I want to use Maybe I Know on the dead body of the
0: goon. Of the goon? The okay, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. To see um, if there's anything connecting him here.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, in that case, you're dredging again with Q. You've got the Hanged Man and Temperance. Um, so you're met with an equal opposite reaction, or you're faced with an impossible choice.
2: <sighs> Let's go with an impossible choice. That's That's spicy.
0: Maybe I Know puts a pin in the dead goon. And uh, two trails of yarn extend out from it in opposite directions. Um, And you kind of sense that one of them would lead you to more information on Mr. Claw and one of them would lead you to more information on the dead body in the factory.
2: I feel like Liv would look at Ray open her mouth like she's going to ask a question and then like get mad and just internally decide we were hired for the body of the factory. That is our job. Um, yeah, and follows whichever one leads to the the more info for the body at the factory.
0: I think as you make that decision mentally, the other thread, uh, dissolves, and the pin on the, uh, dead goon moves down to one of his pockets.
2: Did we seriously not check his pockets? Uh,
5: I didn't... I, I, uh... I was busy trying to save his life.
2: Fucking hell, And I'm the bad detective, and she takes out the whatever's in the pocket.
0: There is a matchbook in his pocket that says, uh, Spines, an exhibit, and an address.
3: Since when do museums give out matchbooks? Since it's a
1: detective story, baby! It's New York!
4: Hello. You've reached the Lincoln Avenue Detective Agency. We're not in the office right now. I'm really sorry about that. If you leave a message with your name, number, and the nature of the mystery you want solved, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We'll be back in the office on July 11th for Patreon subscribers and July 18th for everyone else. In the meantime, Please enjoy these jokes I have prepared for your entertainment. I went to a party hosted by Lady Macbeth last weekend, and I don't think she's trained her dog very well. She kept yelling, Out, damn spot! Monet was there too, and all the other guests really liked him. That makes sense to me. He does make a great impression. I had a lot of trouble eating the Caesar salad, though. The only utensils we had were knives. Well, I've got some more. Uh, if you'd like to hear...
1: Hello, Lincoln Avenue Detective Agency. I'm calling to congratulate you on the bizarre case you solved at the Science Museum. An exhibit about the human spine is certainly a novel crime scene or would-be crime scene thanks to you. You performed beautifully. I'd like to also say that Idol on Giants is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com/lon Playtest. You can find us on Twitter at Edolon Playtest. You can find Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, Zoe at blankzilla, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Maxi at Max Knightley, and Iris at Stilts the GM. I look forward to speaking with you again soon!